This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we unjumble an important and sometimes under the radar statewide issue that affects you. And we are back. And when I say we, I mean Shana is back from maternity leave. Congratulations, Shana, and and welcome back. Thank you so much. It's thrilling to be back and to be doing Mishmash again. This is one of the things that I have missed the most. You know, usually we would be doing Mishmash from our closets or our cars or somewhere where we can get some quiet. But today we are talking about parenting because, Shana, you are now a COVID parent. Congratulations. Uh, and uh, we have kids uh, that are constantly making noise like you can hear in the background. <laughs> and now we're sort of welcoming you into our world. Exactly. I am actually recording this with my daughter, Eleanor, on my lap. Um, she's she's doing really good, but she has started to find her voice. So if you hear some whoa noises, that's her. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, we, we I wanted to bring in someone who's been working a lot on this issue of parenting during the pandemic. Sasha Ryan is a reporter with WDET. Uh, Sasha, welcome to Mishmash. Thank you so much. So we wanted to start with kind of what support is there for parents uh, in the COVID era uh, and what ways can parents sort of, you know, get help through this situation? It's a really interesting question. When we started, of course, uh, the school year was still underway. And so parents and schools and school districts and the state were really scrambling to figure out how to keep education going. Um, And so the supports for parents that were put together the fastest, and you could kind of tell that they were put together very quickly, were educational resources to help parents kind of get through the school year with homeschooling. So that did and didn't work um, for people. Some people had very positive experiences, but very, very, very many people Um, had a tough time finishing the year with their kids at home and feeling that they were delivering um, an education or that the supports they were given really worked for them. But those were the earliest supports, definitely. Um, A lot of parents also relied on things like help with food, help with paying bills, help uh, the support that the government provided making sure people didn't get evicted and that water stayed on and those kinds of supports. Um, There was definitely a lot of help in that money that came from the federal government. Um, So those things were supports for parents, even if they weren't specifically outlined for parents as supports. But for many people, the hardest part is just being with your kids all day, not just that, you know, they're there and they have needs, but that um, many of us who are at home are still working and at home. Um, so the supports that you would t- normally turn to for child care and all of those things weren't available and in many cases still aren't available. Um, and if you are working outside of the home, um, those parents have had an incredibly hard time and some parents have even been separated from their kids for months at a time uh, because they were working in hospitals, for example, and didn't want to expose them to the coronavirus if they were possibly exposed um, to those germs. So um, there are some supports that are available. There are, uh, but it's just been hard. A lot of the supports that parents have needed, they haven't really had access to. But of course, you can see if 
the internet gets a whiff that you've even met a child, your inboxes and ad spaces and social media are probably filling up with things you can buy. So there's lots of supports that you can buy to keep your child entertained or, or things like that. Perhaps the support parents need most right now are social supports and mental health supports. And Sasha, you put together one of those types of social supports. Can you tell us about that? So WDET has developed a Facebook page for parents. And our goal specifically was to create uh, a place where parents could vent about their experiences, tell jokes, just connect with other parents, uh, which was the biggest gap we were seeing. We were seeing lots of people or organizations doing an amazing job of saying, here's where you can get food, here's where you can you know, find books for that age group, um, here's where you can find information about um, financial support. But in terms of just, you know, here's where you can talk about how hard it is to be a parent. We didn't see that. So we created that Facebook group for, for listeners and people in the community. And of course, Sasha, um, you know, let people know where they can go if they want to join that group. So it's called Doing Our Best Parenting in the COVID period during COVID, something like that. And it's um, it's on Facebook. You can find it by going to WDET.org. Uh, we're posted there. Or you can look for us on Facebook and join and you know add your voice to our discussions there, which can be really about anything. And Sasha, you know, it's easy when you can't really go anywhere and you're at home with your kid and you're trying to juggle all of these different things, your work life, your your home life. And it can feel really isolating, particularly now when people can't, you know, really get out and about. Can you talk a little bit more about the importance of finding a community during these times? Yeah, I think it is. It does feel really isolating. And not only do you feel isolated, but um, you know, not in, in physical or social contact with other people, perhaps enough, but it can feel like you are uniquely failing at this, that you are being especially bad at parenting right now um, because it's hard. And we live in a culture that's constantly telling parents uh, how to be perfect and that they should be. So, I think it's really important to have a community that can remind you not only that you will never be a perfect parent and it's unreasonable for people to ask that of you, but that your what you're experiencing is not unique, how you're feeling is not unique, and that you are not doing an especially bad job at being a parent or human. And Sasha, you cover education for WDET. I'm curious what your thinking about right now as a parent yourself as we are having these conversations about school coming back and whether or not we will be sending our kids to school how much personal choice we'll have in those conversations uh, and the safety of doing so weighed against the fact that we're all sort of struggling to make this uh, you know parenting well teaching uh, well working uh, situation work for many of us uh, you know I, it, it's interesting to me to think about just the instability and the lack of being able to plan that is that is at, at play in all of these dynamics it's really amazing the I can't think of a situation that involved everyone and had really so few answers for people, so few choices. There were certainly some parents who 
are ready to send their children back to school and are really comfortable with the messaging that's coming from their schools or school district. But I would say that those parents are in the minority and also that those schools and school districts who um, can say that they are sure they're offering a complete plan are in the minority. Um, Everyone's kind of winging it. And to put together a plan to serve everyone um, is going to be almost close to impossible. The reality, though, is that schools do have to be prepared to serve some children and some parents if they are able to open. And if they're not able to open, there has to be some way of serving students and parents and trying to figure out how to do it better than we did do in the spring. Um, so it's, it's uncertain for everyone. We have no idea what it will look like. And until we are completely past this COVID period, it will be almost a day-to-day <laughs> kind of situation. We don't know what we're getting into. And it's, it's, it's really unnerving for everyone involved. Oh, boy. (laughs) So I think we might be getting uh, uh, an indication from Eleanor over with you, Shana, that uh, it might be time to wrap things up a little bit. But uh, uh, Sasha, is there anything else that you want to add at this point about the situations that uh, parents find themselves in in during this pandemic? I think the most important thing for parents to do is to give themselves a break because you might be the only parent in your house, but you are not the only parent in this situation. All right, Sasha Ryan, reporter for WDET here in Detroit. Thank you so much for joining us on Mishmash. Thanks for having me. Bye, Eleanor. 